Hello and welcome to the first episode of Simply Analog Podcast. And so for this episode, I'm going to be talking about how I got into street photography and also shooting film exclusively, like just shooting film. Um, it all started when my brother had a film camera, you know, um, he once like one day he just let me borrow and use it and stuff and uh but I never really got into I never really got interested in shooting you know or getting too into photography so because I was just doing my own thing you know um and I was into skateboarding back then too so um but some of my friends also had um well two of my friends had like uh, a camera and they were you know they were taking photos and stuff but never really got into it, interested in it so I guess I was focused on skateboarding because that was, that was my interest um, and then later on uh, they came out with a digital pointing shoot and so I bought one just because you know it's, it was easier you know you just take your photo and you see the, and then you put, you know, you pop the SD card or the the card into your computer, and then you, and you see the pictures right away. So that was pretty convenient. So um, used that for a while, and then afterwards, later on, they started coming out with these, like SLR and stuff, right? And then I kind of upgraded, so I wanted to go buy an SLR this time. And so. Um, I was still shooting in, when I got the camera, I was still shooting in program mode. Never really learning how to actually use it manually cause, because I had a point and shoot. The point and shoot, you just point and then that's it. Take a picture, that's it. And it'll do all the exposure for you. So, um, yeah, so in the SLR, I just, so still program mode, that's it. And then, that, and then I never really got into interested in actually setting the actual exposure manually and then I did that for a few months and then later on I, I got really interested in, in photography now I got interested in photography so that's when I uh, bought some books and then try to understand a little bit more how you know aperture your aperture and shutter speed and the ISO kind of relate together to get the proper exposure and so uh, I bought some books and also went on YouTube um, sort of did some Google well, not Google but did some search I'm sorry I got Google and it's all about that so I did um, some search on YouTube and also somehow when you're getting a certain amount when your video your video gets a certain amount of views it kind of I guess it put you in the top of the search engine on YouTube so when I put photography um, this guy's name came up I think you know who this is right um, Eric Kim hey street talk <laughs> anyways the yeah so I clicked this um, this video and um, yeah so I was like what street photography I never really even heard of that you know what is that and so he was like taking photos of like people up close you know and um I was like man this guy got some balls right going up with people and just taking pictures of them right and so I kind of dug into a little bit more into like looking into that genre street photography and then you kind of learn about like all these other 
like other photographers are great photographers like Henry Carrey Bresson, you know, of course, the godfather of street photography, right? And then you Robert and then Robert Kappa, he was like a war photographer, right? And then sort of like journalism and street photography sort of this sort of similar, I guess, right? Because you're documenting the human condition. So, and they, oh, sorry about that. Those two sort of started with a, um, they started a photo agency called Magnum. Uh, I guess they're one of the biggest photo agency now. So, and they're sort of um, in partner with Leica cause, because Henry Carrier-Bassan was shooting with a Leica and Robert Kappa was shooting a Leica too, I believe. And so, yeah, those two were sort of like together, right? And so that's when I kind of like got interested in street photography. But as far as the camera gear, I wasn't really familiar with any of that stuff. I just like, you know, uh, well, let me just go buy the cheapest camera out there, you know. So I went on eBay and got a um, uh, an SLR. And cause, because also I also don't want to bother... Uh, borrow my brother's um you know camera because that's his camera so i went and bought the cheapest one i could find so i got an olympus om1 with a 50 millimeter 1.8 on it so that's sort of like standard right the 1.8 uh, 50 and 1.8 so um so I, when i got that um i started shooting with that camera but what forced me to shoot it in manual it's because, I mean, you know, OM1 doesn't have a program mode at all. Everything has to be set manually. You have to set the shutter manually and the aperture manually. And, yeah, so you were forced to do that. So um, so when I got it and put the first roll on there, but the light meter works, right, in the camera. And so I was like, okay, cool, the light meter works. So I took that and went to Venice, took some pictures. I mean, I was just like taking random pictures. I wasn't really into certain, I mean, still kind of, you know, not comfortable shooting people then. Um, so I just started shooting anything random, you know, like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, this is like random. So after I finished taking pictures, I went into uh, your, to Costco. Actually, Costco was developing film back then too, so. Um, so I took it to them and have them develop it. And then once I got it, took it home and looked at it. And then they were awful. The, it was a it was a failure basically. Um, a lot of my shots were underexposed. Um, underexposed. Wasn't even well. It was focused, but most of them their the exposure wasn't right. Cause because the light meter on the camera wasn't even working at all. Because I thought I was getting the right exposure, but ending up not getting the correct exposure. So now, um, I got discouraged a little bit just because. But, you know, I said, let me go and try it one more time. So I went back again out to Venice. And then this time I brought my SLR and kind of used that as my light meter. Kind of exposed. And so this line came out right, kind of. So it gave me a little hope this time when I had the film develop and then to go, okay, well, that's nice. And, I, and then all of a sudden I kind of, wow, you know, I kind of like the look of this, you know. I got it because I was shooting in color too then, so I wasn't shooting any black and white. So I was getting the cheapest film out there, the Kodak, I mean, the Kodak Gold and all that stuff, Ultramax. 
and the Fuji's and stuff. So I kind of like the look of it, you know, especially like the, you know, when you get that bokeh look in the background. Um, and uh, so that's when I got really interested in photography. And so like really in, like seriously getting into more into photography, like interested in photography. And so again, YouTube, that's where you learn everything now. So, um, so I went to YouTube and then you start learning a little bit more about the history on, on street photography, right? And then you start hearing about different gears and stuff. And, um, then, like I said, when, uh, when Leica and Magnum were partnered together, they were promoting a lot of their cameras back then too. They were promoting a lot of the new digital cameras, I believe. And then, um, like the M8, that's the very first digital camera that came out with. But, um, but I was interested in film this time, but I've noticed a lot of the photographers from Magnum were shooting Leicas and stuff. And then Eric Kim was shooting a Leica just because I think he got that camera for free anyway, so... So I said, well, let me look into this type of cameras, you know, rangefinders and stuff. Because I ne I'd never, you know, knew about rangefinders till then, till I found out about the, how Magnum photographers and Eric were shooting rangefinders out there. And in that genre, though, I'm saying, in street photography. So um, I went on eBay and then um, I found a Leica M6. Because people were getting rid of a lot of their film cameras just because, you know, digital digital were sort of getting more popular and people were saying that, you know, digital um, photography is going to be the future and all that. And the film's more likely going to be done in a few years anyway, so we didn't get rid of all of our stuff. So I got that Leica M6 for a good deal. I think I got it for 1100 or something like that. The but it wasn't a TTL. It was a the regular one, the without the big knob, not the TTL one. Um, uh, so yeah, so when I got that M6, I went ahead and bought a glass for it. Um, but the glass then this, they were still expensive somehow. Um, so I just bought a uh, Voigtlander, um, thirty-five millimeter, the Knockdown Classic. So. I got that lens, and um, and then that's when I uh, went out into these like they would have these like meetup, like a group meetup, and then you would meet up in like downtown LA in a group and stuff, and um, you would walk around like you know in downtown LA taking pictures and stuff. And then at the end of the day, you would post them out onto their, their group, and then they would sort of critique it in a way, which kind of helps. You know, kind of, you know, kind of what do you call this? Make me make you more. Um, I would say encourage you to shoot more. I guess. I guess that's the term I'm trying to, or the word I'm trying to say. I know I'm sure there's probably something else. But, like, yeah, I would go to these, like, meet-up every other weekends and stuff. They would have, like, meet-up in downtown L.A., Hollywood, Venice Beach, um, Hollywood. Oh, yeah, Hollywood. 
and so and then you meet up all these other people or you know that in that group and then with the same interests and stuff and then um and then you start you know exchanging phone numbers and, and hanging out more um but anyways um that's when because when you're in a group you kind of get more you get more um you don't get scared like as far as shooting people because you got you're in a group right you, at least you can oh yeah we're in this you know like little group uh, taking pictures so we're just like trying to learn or whatever so that kind of gives you more courage to shoot like you know people when you're in a big group and so um so at least you get an excuse, right? When you're by, well, by the, instead of like being by yourself, you know, why you said, why are you taking my pictures? And, you know, you kind of freeze and you don't know what exactly what to say. So, um, but yeah, so I, I did that for a few months. And then later on, once I got the courage to go out there and I should just, you know, shoot without, you know, not without in the big, in the big group or whatever. That's when I, you know, going out more into. I was going to in downtown LA a lot more though. And then, um, you get to meet up all with the other people that you met up with in the uh, the meet up the group, and you kind of get together and stuff. So it's a much smaller group this time, like probably like one or two people, or it'll just be in another person, so it won't be too, you know, um, too big. I'd say. And so, um, yeah, you kind of learn off of other people, you know, when you, when you're in the, you're sort of like in a group and stuff. And so, um, and it makes you, makes you also want to go out there too, you know? Um, anyways, so I started shooting with that Leica. I had to learn how to use that Leica, you know, cause I, and then again, I had to implement that, you know, because sometimes when you're shooting with a rangefinder, it's kind of hard to focus right away because it's because you got to match that patch in the viewfinder to focus. So I had to um, learn how to use it by using focal distance. So that means it's like um, you set your focal distance certain uh, distance, and then you set your aperture and your shutter speed in relate to the distance you want to shoot so it's pretty i'm sure there's a lot of youtube you just go in on youtube you'll see i can't really explain it because you know it's going to be too long so yeah and so um i started shooting a lot more and then afterwards i got tired of shooting color um I, then i started shooting more in black because back then a lot of the photos out there were black and white as far as street photography, nobody, you know, were putting out like color uh, photos for street photography and stuff. So I went ahead and started shooting some black and white after that. Um, uh, but I never knew about the developing process either. So, and then the problem was nobody in the area develops black and white. So I had to learn how to develop my own film too. So. But anyways, um, so, yeah, so I started, you know, going out and then, um, shooting a lot more and I guess I'm not the greatest, you know, I'm still learning at this, still at this time, I'm still learning, um, but I no longer live in LA, I live in the Valley now, so it's, and plus I have my, I actually moved out here because it's my job and stuff. So now it's like I had to drive an hour and a half 
to downtown LA that's kind of yeah and especially gas right now it's kind of high so but anyways but I'm still looking through all of my like that photos I've taken from when I was in living in LA I have a bunch of like film I haven't even developed yet just because um I didn't have the time to do it but now I think I had the time so I'm starting to develop a lot more of my you know photos I've taken in, in downtown LA and then um, but once I do that, I want to probably start going back to, um, you know, going back to downtown LA or back, back in LA to shoot more. Um, just because where I live now, it's kind of not, there's nothing to shoot basically. I mean, I know, I mean, you gotta be creative, right? But somehow there's just, I don't know. I just, somehow I just got so used to just going to downtown LA, you know, going to, um, Little Tokyo, trying to, t oh, yeah, and then Olivera Street and all that stuff, and so, because there's a lot more for you to shoot out there, just because it's, like, there's more people, but anyways, um, I'm going into a tangent here, so, but, um, that's basically the, um, end of this episode, and so, um, I'm just trying this out because this is my very first podcast, so I'm going to see how this one goes, and also I'm going to be uploading this to my, I just started a YouTube channel, so I'm going to upload this all to my YouTube channel too, so anyways, hope you guys like this podcast, I will see you guys next, on next episode, um, hopefully by next week I'll have something, but like I said, I'm just trying to test this out and see how this works, and okay, well, see you guys and keep it analog. See you later. Bye.